Reading is the key that opens doors to many good things in life. Reading shaped my dreams and more reading helped me make my dreams come true. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our bookcast. I'm Brandy, and that was Kayla, and we're two bitches reading books. And we decided for some consistency and to make our podcast a little bit more organized that we are going to read quotes from influential women about books. Hashtag feminism. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we're super excited that everyone's back. We read some new chapters the past couple of weeks, and they were super good. Really good. It's where I almost went past chapter seven. Okay, I read the first page of chapter seven. <laughs> but then I stopped myself because I said I wouldn't. And I just want to say, I also haven't read the last page, which is amazing because I usually read the first page last. So I'm doing way better than I thought I was going to do. I'm very proud of you. I will say that I like flipped through the book and I was like reading the chapter names and like every once in a while a word would pop out. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. So now I'm like really excited to finish this book. Yeah, me too. We're definitely going to get through this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So should we just jump right into chapter three? Yeah, chapter Chris. three is titled Chase. Chase. Chase is his name. I wrote Chris. I kept writing Chris. <laughs> I, I obviously don't like him like in my core. I don't even want to call him by his real name. <laughs> <laughs> so his, he had his death coming. Yeah, right. You know what's so God, funny? is this going to be so insensitive when it comes? <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm just genuinely insensitive towards white males. I'm sorry. It's just, I can't help it. <laughs> it's life. Maybe they but, deserve it. Maybe not. One of my friends actually read this book with her grandma. Her first thing when I told her we were reading this book was, he had it coming. That's the first thing she said. <laughs> She didn't say anything about who killed him, just he had it coming. Good. Okay. So we are right on par with that. Yeah. Obviously. I can't even remember his name. That's so funny. <laughs> the first note that I made in my book is hot shot, town hot shot. I, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> he sounds like such an obnoxious like quarterback dude in high school, just from what the sheriff and the doctor had to say about him. Like, wink, wink, maybe he brought somebody up here who wasn't his wife, so we won't <gasps> tell. You yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my note was, who is Chase Andrews? And then I read a little bit more, and then I figured out who he was, and I was like, ugh, he's a jock. But also, my first note, global warming. <laughs> because, Explain. Because in here, they talk about how fall isn't supposed to be this hot. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I remember. Okay, I remember that, too. Yes, fall's not supposed to be this hot. Ugh. My thought when I read that was his body probably smells awful. But yeah, you're probably Ooh. right to global warming too. Oh, his body probably did smell awful. Yeah, it's all wet and who knows how long it's been out there. Ugh. I'm just imagining it being really bloated. Well, they also said that it was he was there for at least 10 hours. Isn't that what they said? Oh, yeah. Plenty Ooh. of time for all of his organs to distend. Oh, my God. I'm going to puke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And then something that stuck out to me too, page 23, they talked about how they don't normally go out that far into the marsh because it's typically rats killing rats, which I'm assuming it's not like real rats. They're talking about people. Swamp and rats. Yeah. They're talking about not white people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of got that vibe as well. That's basically all I got from this third chapter though. I feel like Chase is a one-dimensional douchebag jock who takes whatever he wants and people think he's cool because of it. Not yep. my favorite type of person. And um, 
I may have pushed him off the freaking tower myself. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. But my theory, aliens. Maybe because there's no footprints. But you know what? I was I was impressed with the sheriff like noticing that this grate over here isn't normally like open and somebody must have been premeditated opening it to have him accidentally fall out. Like, do cops really think that far ahead? Because I'd be impressed to learn that. I would be too. <laughs> Maybe we should find a cop to like come on and tell us their thinking process. Is that how they would check this all out? They kept the kids from putting in too many footprints. Like, I'm really impressed for this time because when I listen to true crime, like crimes from the 50s, those crime scenes were <laughs> fucked. Nobody cared. <laughs> and cops weren't like that. Uh, it uh, wasn't CSI. They weren't no. going for fibers and shit. <laughs> they didn't have an articulate author to tell them what to do. Right, exactly. Thank God for the author walking <laughs> us through this because otherwise Chase would never have even been found. No. Been like, Run along, boys. Chase is with his other girlfriend. Don't tell his <laughs> wife. <laughs> And I need to know who the prettiest girl is. This is 1969. We've only been introduced to two characters at this point, three characters at tops at this point. Who is the prettiest girl? So my theory is that the prettiest girl is the same bitch who made the bus ride home for Kaya oh, awful. That's what I think. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. That has to be. And you know, I kind of hope so too, because she deserves the karma of her husband cheating on her because she destroyed a little girl just because she, she felt pretty that day. Cunt. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Cunt's the the best word. It's okay. It is. (laughs) But anyways, so Chase is dead. He just got left in the marsh like a piece of marsh trash. Like the people he probably hated his whole life. Exactly. That's probably what it was. It's going to be interesting to learn more about his death and how it came. Right. It's it. I mean, he's healthy. He's he seems like he's in his early twenties. He was just a star quarterback like five years ago. How did somebody push him off a tower? They were talking about how they thought it might be somebody from a different town who was trying to overpower him. What kind of beef is is he having in the other small towns? Oh my gosh, what if, what if he was a quarterback for a school, right? And then the other person was a quarterback for that school and they have this huge rivalry and the guy is still not over it. And they went to a bar and got drunk and they're like, oh, I can beat you. No, I can beat you. Okay, that was too much. (laughs) I mean, maybe they were having like some sort of balancing contest on the top of the tower because they're like washed up quarterbacks in a small town and have nothing else to do. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know what they do, but have you ever seen The Ranch with Ashton Kutcher? No. Well, he first, like, he goes to college. He's playing college football. He doesn't get drafted. Or maybe he gets drafted and he gets cut or something. Whatever. He's a washed-up football player, and he goes back to a small town. And the first season, like, that's just his whole personality is, I used to be a great quarterback. And I feel like that's probably Chase's entire personality. Like, probably. He would be played by Chad Michael Murray. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he would. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be picturing him as Chad Michael Murray the rest of the book. <laughs> That's all I could think of when I was reading. I was like, man, Chad Michael Murray, you have a hard life. Right. We didn't know it was so difficult to be beautiful and perfect at everything. Perfect hair. <laughs> That's fantastic. So you were right. Kaya does go to school. I didn't think she would even go for a day. She went for a day. And it was awful. I Poor girl. From start so, to finish. Yeah. Chapter four is school. Mm-hmm. I put in there that she has an actual name. So how did she come across her nickname? So her right. actual name is Catherine Clark. Miss Catherine Clark, which she will regret saying eventually. But yeah, Catherine, Kaya, why do they call her Kaya? She must be a junior or something. Maybe she was like named after her grandma. Mm. 
or something. Maybe we'll find out where Kaya came from eventually. Because yeah. it didn't tell us, did it? It did. It hasn't yet, no. But, I mean, naming her after her grandma sounds something like what they would do in the 50s. Yeah. So they sent the truant officer out to get her, to get her to come to school because she's old enough. Do they, is that something they actually do still? Or is that just something they were able to do back in like a small town? They knew everyone. I don't think they do that, but I do know parents can get in a lot of trouble because yeah. when I, when I did background checks, like there was a lot of like parents that had misdemeanors for not taking their kids to school. Mm-hmm. They but need it would be to in- make sure they're safe. Mm-hmm. The only way they can get her out of the marsh is to tell her that they're going to give her a hot lunch. I put that in my notes. I feel like she knew that that school was going to be awful and the people there were going to be awful. And that's the only reason she went. She thought that she could deal with it just to get a hot plate of food. And it was sad. It was so just, sad. Just knowing that there are kids in this time and still now that their only hot meal is going to be at school mm-hmm. and reading in here the crap that she that Kaya dealt with that you know that kids today deal with so it's like what happened in the 50s is similar to what still goes on today yeah except it's worse now because they can make freaking instagram accounts and make fun of you when you're not even at school yes so like the truant officer telling her, your dress is good enough. You not having shoes is good enough. Like that was just all foreshadowing for all the stuff she knew Kaya was about to endure at school. Mm-hmm. Like she knew those were the things that the kids were going to make fun of her for. And I just feel like if the state and these truant officers really wanted these kids to go to school and like have the best chance possible, maybe they should bring shoes that's what I would that be super difficult for the state to provide a pair of shoes just walking in there just already feeling weird about your dress with the safety pin and seeing everybody with their shoes and their nice clothes that really hit me hard that was really sad and I also wrote in here sexism right you have to wear a skirt because you're going to school I bet she would have felt much more comfortable in the pants that she liked to wear and they probably wouldn't have been safety pinned together because it wasn't a dress she had from whenever her mom thought she needed a dress two years ago Exactly. And had she just gone in her pants and felt more comfortable, would her day have turned out differently? Yeah. Would she have felt less scared to stand up there and have everybody stare at her while she didn't know how to spell dog? And and why make her spell something when you clearly know that she hasn't been in school? Literally, they're like, we can't put you in kindergarten and we can't put you in first grade. So we're just going to put you in second grade. You better know how to do all the second grade things. What? (laughs) what that's crazy that was so frustrating for me and then I also wrote kids are dicks gosh kids are such dicks I was so nervous for her to go to school for this exact reason I can't believe they they managed to let her have like a peaceful afternoon but that bus ride home must have been awful like did you did you put a note at that part miss Catherine Danielle Clark tall skinny blonde and round chubby cheeks where you been marsh hen Where's your hat, swamp rat? All the way home. I didn't put a note in that, but that one is sad. I did put how Kaya said they were moaning like doves because of the vowels. And Mm. Kaya was like, I can already coo like a dove better. Yep. So her friends are going to be the the animals out there. Mm -hmm. So sweet that she kept the rest of her delicious pot pie to go take to her friends. (laughs) Oh, man, that made me so sad. She stuffed it in the milk carton. Yeah, and the whole time looking around to make sure nobody is paying attention. So, like, she's super aware of what's going on around her. So that just makes me think every time somebody says something mean to her, like, she takes it to heart so much more. 
in the later chapters I wrote, oh no, I actually wrote it in this one. She is smart. She has a great imagination and she is smart. She is smart. Like, and she knows to like anticipate like when her dad's going to be like in his moods, she hasn't gotten his, in his way so far, like as all of her other families members did. Like she hasn't been hit by him yet. So she's smart enough to like stay away from a ticking time bomb at six or seven years old. Maybe her siblings could have learned from her. Yeah, maybe. Maybe one of them should have taken her, but that's neither here nor there because we wouldn't have a book then. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) So the truant people gave up after one week. They're like, they went out knowing she wouldn't last. She went one day, they came back for a week to get her and now she's, she lives in the marsh and that's it. They're so good at their jobs. They're so good. I remember saying in our first episode, like, she's just getting used to being disappointed by people and people giving up on her. And, like, here's just another check in that column. Yeah, poor girl. Even though people are giving up on her, she's very resourceful. Isn't she? Like, with the nail thing? Yes. Packing it with mud and mm-hmm. salt water? Yes. She's like, I know I need salt, so let me go down to the saltiest part of the water, soak my foot. She soaked it for a week until it felt good. I couldn't have done that when I was seven years old. No. I actually, around the time when I was seven years old, I stepped on a piece of glass on the bottom of my foot. I was walking out of one of my friend's porch, like my brother's friend, and my brother and his friend was there. I walk out the front door onto the porch, and there's a piece of glass on the porch, and I step on it, goes through the bottom of my shoe, and I passed out and woke up at my house. I would not have been able to do anything. Like I passed out. I fainted from the sight of blood. My brother and his friend had to carry me home to my parents. (laughs) Kaya and I are not the same. (laughs) I would have died. That nail would have went through my foot and it would have been part of me now. Yeah. And you would have had lockjaw. I would have had lockjaw for sure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This poor girl has so much anxiety. Already. And she's only seven. Gosh. But she dealt with it, didn't she? She got that. She didn't need no tetanus shot. No. No. And she went on to look for more pirates. Yeah. Good for her. I love this one. First thing I'm going to do is boss my crew to pick up all them nails. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was just looking at, too. I, I love that phrase, boss my crew. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds really 50s. That sounds like the way they probably would have worded it. Mm-hmm. I love that. She does have a crew. Those birds are her crew. They are. And the marsh. Oh, and then jump down to the next paragraph. Months pass, winter easing gently into place as southern winters do. The sun warm as a blanket wrapped Kaya's shoulders, coaxing her deeper into the marsh. I put marsh equals her new mother. It really does. I agree with you. I totally actually forgot that chapter five was about the investigation. You can tell how little I care about Chase because I don't even, I have no notes in chapter five. I don't give a shit about chapter five. That's funny. Do I have notes? I think I have like one. Oh, I, I didn't even put a no. I just put a sticky note. Oh, I said fell. Pushed, question mark? All right. This is where they're really looking up at the tower and doing their investigative work. And then they see that one of the pillars was open, like we had just mentioned. I wonder, I mean, the cops did their jobs by telling, or the sheriffs did their jobs by telling the boys not to go so they don't spill the beans that Chase died and cause an uproar. Mm-hmm. But now everyone's going to know, and now rumors are going to swirl, and I'm going to be interested to see what some of the rumors are. The doctor really says that he has a reputation as a ladies' man, but I don't see anybody committing murder over it. Jealousy is, like, one of the main motives for murder. It's, like, money and jealousy are, like, the two, aren't Mm -hmm. they? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't stop laughing at this line that says, I've seen Randy dogs at a bitch fest better behaved. <laughs> <laughs> that one did make me laugh. So too. Chase is just running around with that pink thing sticking out. <laughs> and somebody pushed him off a fucking tower. Okay. <laughs> Put your penis away. Jesus. Oh, man. So, I mean, I'm glad that they're, like, it seems like the deputy, like, is taking in the evidence around him and is, like, taking into account past things. So I guess I'm impressed that the cops seem to be doing their job. That's all I have to say in regards to the investigation. Chase seems like a dick. Yeah. So we'll just skip the investigation. I really hope that his wife is is that awful lady. Because if not, like, he's awful to everyone, even his wife, who doesn't deserve it. Gosh. The prettiest girl there is? Yeah. The sheriff said, I can already think of a few guys up to it who killed him. Chapter six is my favorite chapter of this book so far. It's the one that I've been thinking about the most. A boat and a boy. Yes, let's talk about this chapter. Oh my gosh, this chapter gave me hope. Yes, this is... Tate, you are a godsend. Like, when she saw him, my eyes started watering. She was like, I don't want to cry like a dumb girl. And I was like, it's fine, I'll do it for you. And that when he's like, oh, you're, you're oh, Jody's sister. Yes. And she's like, yeah. Oh man. I was like, that's it. That's her, that's her love. And then the poem. Wait, yes. Do we, go, do we go through the chapter and then talk about the poem? Oh, we can jump to the poem. That's fine. Oh man. When he was reading the poem in my head, I thought, I said, oh my gosh, she's totally thinking about Kaya. And then at the end it said the words made him think of Kaya. Yes. I love it. I love it. He's her little damsel swamp. Yeah. Oh. I love it. He said, you're Jody's little sister. And she said, used to be his sister. She really is at that age where like people leave her and she just like thinks that's it and she'll never see them again. And I just can't imagine how alone she must have felt. And now she feels like she has a friend who like is willing to help her when she's scared. And that must feel so good for her. Yeah. And one thing I liked, oh, I said I would stop saying yeah so much, but look at me go. (laughs) On page 43, the third paragraph down, neither low gas nor storm threat gave her the same edgy feeling as seeing another person, especially a boy. Right, that like, first mm. encounter must have been terrifying. Like, what's he going to do? Mm-hmm. He, knows, he knows I'm swamp trash. I'm assuming that every time she sees another person, she's expecting them to treat her that way. Treat her and how then the girls look at on the Tate. bus did. He's a freaking angel sent from the heavens. Chase better not say one word word to Tate or I'll push him off that tower myself. I'll I'll go into the book and do it too. (laughs) So where do you think Paul went? He went to go try to get more, like, money from the VA? Yes. Do you think that's truly what he's doing? Well, at first I got confused because when she had mentioned taking the boat out and, like, checking the gas, I thought she did that because her dad took... That because Pod's boat, but I didn't realize that he like walked to like the bus stop where her mother did until I reread the pages. I do, I think he might be going to get a loan because he was dressed nice. I mean, he could really be going to the VA to ask for more money. That's something you can do, but they don't normally do it. So yeah. I've been thinking if he's really going to do that, he's going to come back more drunk and angry than he normally was. Even if he's going to get a loan, he doesn't have a job. They're not going to give him a loan. No. I feel like this is all, he's going to come back, notice the boat was gone, not have gotten what he wanted from wherever he's going, and be really mad at Kaya. I'm really nervous about that. That's what I'm thinking. Tate's mom. What happened there? Right. Where is she? Where's his sister? Because he said it wasn't for him. They would still be there. 
Right. Which certainly he did nothing. He's just 11 years old and 11 year olds think everything is their fault. Mm-hmm. He knows Jody's life. So he kind of already knows what Kaya is going through, has gone through. Yeah, I feel like his little sister and his mom being missing is just such good timing for Kaya because he is probably in a place where he, like, wants somebody who needs his help and she's at a place where she needs somebody who wants to help. I hope that they're friends. I hope that he's her friend and not just the birds. I hope so, too. I hope so too. I hope he makes a good effort and not just try every day in one week and then leave. What do you think will happen with Tate? Do you think that's what will happen, that he'll just try one day and leave? Or do you think, because we know she's going out to try to find him again. That's what she wants to do. You think they're going to be friends? I do think they're going to be friends. I think they might be more than friends. Do you think this little possible more than friendship is the reason Chase ends up dead? Man, I don't know, because I don't know how the two will connect. I, I don't know how the two are going to connect right now. The because feeling she's not that I'm getting. anymore. Right, right. But the feeling I'm getting is Tate's going to go to school and he's going to, like, have, like, whatever friends he has there. And then he's going to not be at school and hang out with Kaya. And I feel like the school kids are going to turn on him for being friends with the swap trash. Like, I kind of, I'm nervous that he'll be, you know, vilified for being friends with her. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, Chase is killed in 1969. So and we got some time. Yeah, we have some time. And I was looking, in one of the chapters, they actually do a pretty big jump. I know there was, like, a year missing, I think. Mm -hmm. But I was like, that's interesting. That actually goes right into the next question I had written down I wanted to ask you. How are you doing with jumping from 1952 to 1969, jumping from year to year every chapter? There's a few times that I've had to gone back to read it, but it's not as bad as I thought it right. would be. Right, right. The first time we went from Chase and then it was like back in the past again, I was like, whoa, whiplash. I'm also reading the, I'm attempting to read the autobiography of um, Malcolm X and that one also does time jumping, but there's so much going on in the time jumping mm -hmm. in different times that it's really hard to get. Whereas this one, like it goes into 1969 and we're just talking about the investigation. So it's just like one little thing that my mind can keep track of. And then we go back to 1952 and I'm like, okay, we're back into present time where we're still meeting these characters. It's kind right. of like a TV show. It is kind of like a TV show. I keep thinking of The Witcher. I keep thinking of Archive 81. I haven't seen that, but probably similar. Yeah. It's, it's helpful that every time she goes to a different year, it's like a different character's perspective. So you're like, okay, something's definitely changed here. Yes, that is very helpful. Do you think that these boat trips are going to be Kaya's new thing? I do. You think she's just going to be going every day and getting some gas and putting it in the boat and stealing it when Pa's gone? That's what I'm thinking. And then I'm like, where is she getting the gas and how is she getting the money for the gas? She's supposed to be getting that dollar twenty-five every week for food, right? Yeah. I feel like she's going to be, like, pennying out some money for gas so that she can go for her rides and, like, eating less just so she can afford gas. Or since Tate's dad is a – was it crawdads? It was clams, right? Muscles? Yeah, he's some sort of muscles, maybe. He's some sort of fisherman. So I'm wondering if her and Tate Scupper. come – Yes. Yes, Scupper. Such a weird name. Yeah. I liked when I was, like, Scupper scooped. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I was cracking. Scupper's been scooping his whole life. Oh, man. 
Um, I wonder if Tate is going to start, like, feeding Kaya. Maybe. Maybe some burnt burgers. Some thick burnt burgers. Yes. I hope so. I want her to eat some real food. Poor little thing. She's probably just so skinny. She probably is. I'm so confused about... So they were talking about the school, and they say... They said... um, the the uh, minorities had like a different entrance. Look, it's so uncomfortable for me to say. Yeah, they had a different entrance. So is she not white? Why do they keep pointing out that it's segregated? I get the feeling that she's white just based upon the descriptions of her family so far and yeah. where they live in the Outer Banks. I don't. I doubt they would have been like allowed to live where they are if they weren't white. But I wonder. I mean, I don't know. Why do they keep bringing that up? What connection is that going to have? Because I don't think Delia is just a racist. Yeah, this, it, it obviously, like, ties into the story somehow. I'm sure, like, in this time period, poor people and people of color are treated very similarly. Especially if they're um, marsh trash. Yeah. Marsh. No, that doesn't sound good. And they're not even appropriately labeling her. She lives in a marsh, not a swamp, people. Read a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> Google a map? Yeah. It's a huge difference. Read the prologue. <laughs> man. So what part stuck with you the most? Oh, man. I, I want to say it was the poem. Not because that was the last page I read last night, but I want to say it's a poem because it gave me hope that Kaya won't be in this alone for long. I like that. I liked the poem, too. What part stuck with you the most? The boat trips. I'm excited. I'm excited that she's out there and freaking getting some adrenaline in her and doing something bad that she's not supposed to for once, even though she knows it's scary. It must be so exciting. I want her to have fun. Oh my gosh, it gives me anxiety. It gives me anxiety <laughs> thinking about it because if she gets caught, she's going to get her ass whooped. I know, I know, but she needs to do these things that make her scared because everything in her life is going to be scary. So she's, she's got to get out there. I'm, I'm just, proud of her. I wouldn't be able to do that, but good for her. I'm excited to see how her intelligence grows because she's already smart. She might not be book smart, Mm -hmm. but she's smart in ways that other people are not. I feel like being around Tate and a family that's a lot more normal than her family is going to help her learn a lot about the way the world works too. Because right now the world is very disappointing to her. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot to live for. (laughs) It stays that way forever. (laughs) Yeah, newsflash. Sorry, Kaya. Don't ask us. <laughs> Maybe Tate has a better answer for that. <laughs> so how many chapters do you want to read this time? If we read 25 pages every two weeks, it's going to take us 24 weeks to finish. Jesus, no, that's half a year. That's six months. Yeah, yeah. So if we do chapters, if we do 50 pages, that'll take us up to page 99. What if we, where's part two? Ooh, yeah, I could read to part two. I'm ready to read to part two. Am I ready to read to part two, though? Because I was thinking of reading to, like, chapter 20 or something. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, part two is chapter 22. Oh, perfect. Should we just read to part two? Yep, the swamp. Because I can do that. Let's do That's a lot of pages. I'm excited. I know. I'll just read. I'll read 30 minutes every night. I'll remind you. 
Thank you. I'm probably going to read this all tonight and then I'll probably read it again next week. <laughs> it's anyway, good. It is good. good. It was really hard for me to stop. I really like slammed to the book shot and I was like, no, I won't do this. Ooh, I'm excited that we're going to get to read a hundred pages. Me too. I almost, I almost continued reading last night and I was going to be like, well, I, I'm just not going to tell her that I did. <laughs> I would know. You would know something that I didn't know. And I would know that you read ahead. <laughs> So do you have any final thoughts or anything before we close this thing up? When we get to part two, because I'm sure the kids are going to grow by that part, we can do, if they were to make this into a movie, who would play the kids and who would play until we get to part two? Okay. Let's think about the actors. Actors. Okay. I mean, we already, we already know Chase is Chad Michael Murray. Yep. So we know that one. So embarrassingly. <laughs> so embarrassingly for Chad Michael Murray. He's got to be a better person in real life than he looks. Hopefully. hopefully yeah fingers crossed <laughs> it just hasn't coming <laughs> right stop having such a symmetrical face it's not our fault <laughs> no. oh, okay so in two weeks we're gonna talk about everything up to part two the swamp and we're gonna think about who's gonna play these kids and adults in our show that we're not gonna be producing yeah no that's too much work that's already too much work right we're producing a podcast Jeez. just give us 10 percent. whoever makes this movie <laughs> right perfect well I think that's about it I'm excited to get into the rest of this book I am too and I'm excited to see what the twist is yes. what the twist is is it going to be in the first part or the second part or it's going to be the second to last page probably Probably. I did read like the back of the book finally. And I think it talks about like the justice system in a way. So I'm really even more excited for that. Yes. I just feel like she hits on so many real world, world topics in this mm -hmm. just from the back of the book, like racism and like poverty and like the justice system and douchebags. Douchebaggery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's two young men who become intrigued by her wild beauty. Tate's definitely one of them. He's very Tate intrigued. Is is she made him other? like poetry. Yes. Is Chase the other? Do Tate and Chase fight over Kaya? You know what? I, oh my gosh, I have goosebumps right now. That's probably exactly what happened. When I was reading that she met Tate, I was thinking about like a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this and I said, my theory was that Chase did something and then Jody had been lurking in the shadows and came and killed her. But I don't know. I feel like, Jody's friend Tate showing up is kind of in line with my theory mm -hmm. so far but he is falling in love with her if that poem is any indication sweet little seven-year-old Kaya falling in love with an 11-year-old or 11-year-old falling in love with her it's cute your first little boyfie oh that's so the cute. good old days <laughs> Alrighty, well let's meet back here in two weeks yeah and talk about a hundred whole pages oh my gosh pray for me I will <laughs>